Warning. This is not your normal podcast. Its purpose is to provide thought-provoking dialogue with a slighted perspective. Here we encourage influential conversations. Give us a listen, like and share. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to CEO and the Doctor. On the doctor, season two, episode twenty-two. We back again. What's going on, P? Yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Uh, making sure we, you know, I'm trying to make sure we don't have no technical difficulty today. Um, <laughs> trying to check all the levels, check the the video. Everything seems to be running yeah. smooth. I don't hear any echoes, so that's good. Yeah, I'm I'm back on old Betsy, so uh, we should be all right. Yeah, viewers out there, keep us honest, keep us humble. Let us know what's yeah. going on. Any background, any crazy, whatever. Let us know. We can make our adjustments and, and move on from there. So, yeah, man. So, let's get into your week. How was your week this week? Uh, actually, it's pretty good week, man. Aside from the heat, you know, just keeping busy. Um, did a little work on a little maintenance, routine maintenance on my car, on my old car. So, I figured I'd drive that since it's monsoon season, man, and uh, <laughs> I can avoid the high winds and everything that comes with it this out here uh but i started driving it and the ac was blowing hot so i had to completely service that shit which i've had the car for 18 years i've never serviced it Mm. so got all the tools and everything for that so let me know if you ever need these tools man i'll send this stuff to you send them back to me and whatever you know it's it's a simple (laughs) job man people pay because i called bmw to ask how much they would charge for it and my service dude was like oh it's gonna be 350 i was like uh thanks mitch clip yeah, I know, Everything right? cost me less than $100, man. Everything yeah. was less than $100. You just, uh, all right, Gary said we sound good today, so that's good. Oh, but, what up, uh, G? Nah, so you guys, uh, you know, it, it must be nice when you got options like that. You know, you got some couple whips, monsoon season cars, shit like that, you know. I got to drive old, old Sharmika through anything. On, so. Sharmika, Sharmika <laughs> fine, motherfucker. Don't even go hey. there. I mean, she all right. I like, you know I like saying, the work but... you've been putting in, too, though. <laughs> she all right. Well, uh, you know, my week, man, uh, amazing week with the kids. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw your posts, man. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, we had, a, we had a lot of fun this week, man, but, you know, all great things come to an end, so I had to send Jazzy off today. So right. this this daddy was a little uh, a little sad. Oh. No, you know, I know. They said he gonna cry in the car. I might, I might have did a little something. Uh, but I, I love my baby. She getting older. Uh, you know, the show we did was amazing. Yeah, it was. I love so, it. I love. Yeah, it. it was a great show. Can't wait so to have her back. Holidays. When is she coming back? Holidays. We'll have her. We, yeah, we got her for Christmas this year. Okay, so. that's cool. Cool. So we got to make sure we we shoot something for Christmas. Yeah, we'll uh, try make to do it something. family. Make it all family centric. Um, Rachel might be here too. So you okay. know, I talked to Brian about shooting an episode. He's not. You know. He's right. kind of like, nah, I'm not that. I don't want to do it. But Rachel will definitely shoot an episode. Yes, with she it. So, was. Yes, uh, she we, was. We can we can set up something for Christmas and do a little family thing for it. Uh, and yeah, we got a little time. We can plan around it. Yeah, but, uh, we'll be in season three then. So you yeah, know, we'll do yeah. a do a couple things um, to adjust a little bit. Um, we should have some new equipment, some stuff like that. So stuff should be a little bit smoother. So, listeners, we got a great show for you guys today. Um, we do some things. You know, we. Um, we listed the agenda, but there's going to be some some subtle changes to it, just one or two. Uh, but you know, there were some things we talked about in a previous episode that uh, we need to do some updates on. You remember that the part where the the oh the the white guy had the little black kid, you know, on a little jungle gym shit, and he's holding him down. I remember that. Absolutely. That man has since been charged with um, misdemeanor assault on that kid. He's a fi- actually he's a firefighter. So oh, wow. he's been charged with assault for assaulting that kid. So okay. that's a good update. And we also talked about uh, the uh, the young lady 
here in Arizona, the school teacher that uh, molested that, that young boy, the 13 year old boy, uh, Brittany Zamora. She was sentenced to 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. This is the most I've seen in any yeah. of these kinds of cases for her to get 20 years. Well deserved, though. Well Absolutely. deserved. Absolutely. I, I was. Uh, I'm definitely one that didn't think it was going to be, you know, that harsh. And that's, and that's sad that I, we live in America I, where yeah. we think that heinous crimes like this will go unpunished. But it's been done so many times before. So yeah. why I think this will be different. But, I mean, uh, I'm glad that I'm wrong on this one. She definitely yeah. uh, deserved what she got. So, um, yeah, man, I appreciate those updates. That's what we try to do. We try to make sure we come back when we hear things. I know we did it a couple times for the DR because that just yeah, progressively definitely. got worse. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep doing that, man. But without further ado, let's just jump right into the Flash, man. Who are we let's starting with? Let's do it. Um, the Flash, we shall start with... Boom. Where we at? Okay, Area 51 race. See, you dropped this one on me. I, I had no idea about this one, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tell us about Facebook and 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 the Area Fifty One Flash, the, the Area Fifty One mob that that uh <laughs> that they're talking about. So apparently, um, they're aiming for a date of September twentieth. They're calling it "Let's See Those Aliens" or something like that. See them aliens or something like that. But reportedly, every day, you know, the numbers grow. So this morning, I seen somewhere there's over five hundred thousand now. Five hundred thousand individuals have pledged wow. to meet up on that day um and basically storm area 51 and see those aliens now there is a there there is a disclaimer like a small disclaimer okay okay and um basically that disclaimer is you know some people are kind of like trying to get on the, the front side of this like hey look you know i'm i'm part of this petition but right now it seems like one giant joke so in the event that this doesn't go um as planned and people actually do this i just want to let it be known that i only did this for the joking side of it so they're, they're trying to clear their name before some shit even happens because believe it or not yeah, you know go figure i don't think five hundred thousand people are going to show up at the gates but there's going to be a few no nah, this is it, going to be strict this it, is weird it, 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 it may be a hundred or so people that are brave enough to show up at the gate, but you know, come on, we're talking about social media, man. It falls in line with the whole, you know, you have three hundred thousand followers, but you really only know five of these people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? So everybody's so, jumping on. Hey, I'm gonna put my name on this petition. Fuck it, you know, and they go for it. Yeah, it's jokes everywhere, memes being made. Uh, people are doing fun stuff, little dancing memes, all kind of things. My alien's going to do this. My dog, when they see my alien. So right now, it seems like one giant joke, but September 20th is going to be an interesting day, to say the least. Uh, yeah, yeah, we so. shall see. We shall we'll, see. We'll now, see. <laughs> I, I think they need to add another disclaimer that that is a – there's signs all around Area 51, like most military installations, especially nuke bases, that – if you cross that barrier, you will yeah. get shot. Yeah. You will get shot. Gary just chimed in and said it, those are just keyboard warriors. When the bullets start flying, we'll yeah. see what they do. But, I mean, that, oh, yeah. you know, man, who knows, bro? Like, I I would hate to see this go down that way. Man, um, but they, the military <laughs> has, they have patrols maybe, I'm guessing, 300, 400 yards outside on the oh, perimeter. Yeah. Hell yeah. Patrolling around the exterior. So they're not even going to get close. What are they going to do? I don't know. They, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a nice thought. It's a nice joke. They got battle formations, man. They're talking about if they stay in one giant cluster, it, they can travel faster instead of being wide and, you know, spread apart. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm work. not even saying I'm a part of this thing. I'm just because reporting the news. <laughs> here, 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 here's what they don't know. Here's what nobody truly knows. No one truly knows how many military police that are at Area 51. Nobody knows what Area 51 even is. Yeah. So, I would say, I you know, know what? Let them in. Lock them in a structure with all the aliens. Yeah. And the OPSEC is terrible. Gary just beat me to it. Like, they put all their plans on freaking Facebook. So, how smart is that? Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to find a different hey, way. Go covert. We all know that Zuckerberg would sell the information to the government. <laughs> wow! So you better so they, chill before he cut us. He might cut us right now. They, they may not. They may not even be able to implement plans because I'm sure Uncle Sam already talked to Zuckerberg. Yo, we need to know who this is. Hey. All right, here's the five hundred thousand names. Hey, so they, Mark. Uncle Sam already knows, man. 
the doc is tripping right now. Don't cut our show while we on air. <laughs> All right, man. What's next? Let's get away Mark, from clowns. Business. All right. So check this out. <laughs> a uh, Michigan state police officer runs a stop sign. He hits another car. Then gets out of his car that he caused the accident in and arrests the other driver. Mm. Not knowing. Him, oh, there you go. to him, there's a camera recording the whole situation. Sheesh. Yeah, man. Yeah. This guy ran through a stop sign. Him and his partner, uh, they were undercover, driving a Jeep, ran through a stop sign. And by the time they crossed into the, the intersection, the guy that had the right of way, shot through through his side of the intersection, slammed into that Jeep. The Jeep, you know, went into the yard across the street. These cops jump out and instantly arrest this guy with ne- his mom in the car. Never assess. Well, mom, yeah. I don't think mom was there. Didn't, didn't even ask. But, yeah, they didn't, didn't assess him. Yeah. Right. They didn't assess him, make sure he was cool, nothing like that. They immediately put him under arrest. So what I find to be, uh, I guess, intriguing about this whole thing is because – I don't think they knew they were getting recorded. This would have been something um, that would have never um, probably even made it to to attention of anyone. This would have just been another person wrongfully arrested, um, knowing (laughs) that they were that they didn't do anything wrong. But no way to prove that type of thing unless they less witnesses were there. So this is going to be interesting. This is going to be something that's going to be an update. Uh, But, man, I mean, this, this is sad, bro. Like people make mistakes. All people are human. Cops are not above that. So if they knew they were wrong, they should have just, you know, did the right thing and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Are you okay? You know, let's get to the bottom of this versus trying to, like, cover it up and hide it and then arrest this man and talk about you hit a cop. Like, at no point does being a cop make you a godlike figure. And we see this all the time. And this is just another this is just another showing of how cops get that godlike complex sometimes man so um hopefully you know we can get to the bottom of this and nothing crazy happens to that young boy and these cops are held responsible for what they did um but we'll be checking on updates with that man i hope so i I mean you know these cops and and again we're not indicting all cops all right let's let's you know we we always put that out there right plainfully you know very very clear we're not indicting cops we're not saying that all cops are the same but these kinds of cops hopefully they are charged publicly and it's known, it's seen, and uh, we know what's going on. So we can, you know, we can get continuous updates. Uh, you know, they they publicly do these things, and they need to be uh, held accountable publicly as well. At least in my opinion. All right, man. So what's next? All right, on in the uh, flash. man. This is a sad one, man. Seventeen-year-old uh, girl was stopped by uh, California, uh, well, by Fullerton police. But, a Fullerton police officer in California, and uh, she's dead now. All right. What these cops are doing, man, is not uh, exclusive to black people. I mean, we hear about it more prevalently with with people of color that these things happen, but this is a 17-year-old white girl, and nobody knows. I thought she was mixed. Is she white? She's white? Okay. 17-year-old white girl. No one knows. I'm trying to find a camera. See? There's a face right there. No one knows uh, what she was stopped for, Police aren't giving out any information. So, you know, lawyers and family, they're digging to try to find out how this whole situation happened. But, you know, we can say that in some cases that race may be involved. But I think in, in a lot of cases, this is inept cops that don't know what they're doing. And they get into these situations. They don't know how to de-escalate things. And this is this is becoming the norm. This is becoming the end result all the time. They take a life and they're never held accountable for it. You know, that's the unfortunate part. Until, you know, the system is made to hold these 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 bad cops personally accountable for their terrible actions, uh, we won't we won't realize the change. That's unfortunate. You know, I, I feel for this family, uh, like in all things, you know, prayers up to the family. Uh, hopefully we get some answers soon. And whoever did this, the cop that did this, uh, and the police department, they, they hold this guy accountable for his actions. Just reveal to everybody what, what happened. What could a 17-year-old child do to a cop to make a cop shooter? I mean, again, we'll be waiting to see, man. Uh, I don't want to really say too much on this until there's more to come. But, you know, this is eye-opening because this is a 17-year-old girl. Now, we have, you know, had issues before Tamir Rice, 
couple others, you know, black females that were killed, that type of thing. Um, but this definitely, this definitely was a, a different story. Um, so definitely. until, until we know more, um, CO's going to hold his tongue on that one. But this, like you said, this thing is, is getting kind of crazy. Like, I don't, I don't know how police departments are looking at this across the board. I know every district is their own kind of, you know, I guess they kind of police themselves not to use that word too many times, but I think, you know, across the whole country, man, like the way we do this, this is not, you guys are not protecting the people. You're hurting the people. And, uh, this fear for my life thing, like this is, this is becoming a played out story and statement. Like if, cause my thing is this, like, if you're not putting yourself in harm's way when you raise your hand or you become a cop, um, you're crazy. To, yeah. Because ideally, that's what you're saying you do. So when you then come back and say, "I fear for my life," like you're in the wrong profession. Like I don't know how sure. to. I don't think I, I don't know if I'm if I'm getting that across the right way. But it's like I raised my right hand to go to war and to support my country, knowing not to go to war, but to support my country, but knowing that there was an opportunity to go to war. Right. Strong possibility. Strong possibility. That things would happen that absolutely. God forbid. Right. You know, so I couldn't uh, then put myself in a situation where I'm like, I'm scared for my life, so now I'm just killing innocent people. Yeah, like, yeah. what does that mean? Like that that's the wrong yeah. way about going about this, that's, man. So, that's the expectation of any profession of arms. Yes. You cannot Something use that known. statement. I just I just don't I, that's that doesn't sit well with me. I fear for my life. That is bullshit. Then don't be a cop. Be a mailman and get chased by dogs or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but don't be a cop. Um, so we'll just leave that there for there, man. Do we got anything? Oh, we do have one more thing in the flash. Uh, are you pulling that story up? No, you got it. Do I got that one? Okay. So yeah. this this is awesome. Um, oh, God. Let me see if I get her name. I just know she's from Florida. Let's just call her a Dunkin' Donuts employee in oh, Florida. Oh, yeah. Well, Let's that's, just call that's her the that. news news. That's that's the first we, iteration we, of news news. We I didn't put we that, that one in the flash. flash. Oh, because well, no, we had three in the flash. Okay. This is the news news. I was gonna hit you on the donut ah, lady. Okay. Tell us about Dunkin' so, Donuts. So we're moving from the flash. See, I knew that's what I thought. All right, pre-chat went a little bit different this week. <laughs> yeah. All right, first first installment of news news. We have a Dunkin' Donuts employee in Florida who came up with almost a genius plan. <laughs> The genius plan was seeing how she's the manager. She hired herself. You may you may be asking yourself, what do you mean she hired herself? Yes, she hired herself. So there was a vacancy. So she put in some fake details, linked her bank account to this new person, clocked in hours for nearly two months. I think she garnered about seventeen hundred bucks. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, shit hit the fan, so to speak, and she got caught. Now. It was not reported how she got caught, but she did get caught, get sent to jail, lost her job. But she said, and this is what's awesome about this. She said she did it because the money she was getting was for her life expenses. So (laughs) maybe that was, you know, a little movie date money, nails and toes money, whatever the hell money. It's probably hair, nails and toes, man. But she paid herself for nearly two months. She was running a great scheme, logging in, clocking in, clocking out, getting a paycheck. Getting it deposited wow. right into her account. So amazing. Always Florida, man. It's always Florida or yeah. or England. <laughs> so that's the Just crazy some, shit some ever. Outlandish, crazy shit. Always. That was Florida. amazing. Yes. That's nuts, man. Maybe it's the humidity. I don't know. I don't know, I don't I don't know man. But but uh, hire man. yourself. <laughs> hire yourself. That I would have never thought of. Hey, I'm the manager. Who's gonna know? That's no. insane. So this we're moving on to uh, the ticker. There we go. This has been quite possibly. The most eventful NBA offseason in my 51 years of living. For sure. I can't think of anything that's even close. Yeah, I, I've yet to see anything like this. This has been, I mean, we saw, we see star movement now. Giant, and, giant stars. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. As, as I was watching ESPN today, as they called it, the 1% that run the league. You know, mm-hmm. These players are determining their fate, and it's a good thing that they they finally looked at um, how much power they have, and they're using that power to determine their own fates. Um, owners have been making money hand over fist for decades. Why not use my power to put myself in the best possible situation for me to be, you know, to win? Uh, you know, we see Kawhi Leonard leave San Antonio. He goes to uh, Toronto, wins a chip. 
everybody's expecting him to go to the Lakers because that's where he said he wanted to go in the first place. He said, turn nah, the league nah, upside nah. down. Turn it, turn it all upside down. Now he he is, in my opinion, and this is just show, solely my opinion. He returned parity to the NBA. I will I will say that, and and the only. I won't even call it a gripe, but the only thing that kind of makes me a little bit uneasy with all of this is that it's all happening in the same conference, with the exception yeah. of KD and you know uh, Kyrie being in Brooklyn. The right. West one through seven is ridiculous. Now that's going to yeah. be fun. Don't get me wrong. You know right. you got AD and LeBron with the Lakers. You got Kawhi, yeah. PG, Clippers. You got Dame, yeah. CJ, Portland. You got Golden State with Clay and Steph still. Luca yeah. and Chris Stapps down in Dallas. I mean, Harden and Westbrook down in Houston. So what I'm yeah. saying, he did definitely bring parity. I'm glad he did not go to the Lakers. And it's not no no shot at the Lakers, but there's no way I would have been able to give LeBron a pass if he would have then got Kawhi. Because no it's doubt. the same thing no as doubt. KD going to Golden State three years ago. Like, come yeah. on, man, that's too much. So right. I, I am happy that there is, you know, some parity now. But, you know, it's still the East, though. The but East pretty much is going to be... Let's look at let's look at the destinations in the East, okay? The only hot spot you really, that you can even consider, the two of them, Miami and New York. Yeah, and, and the most... But everywhere else. Yeah. I, I, believe me, I love my city. Right. But I don't live there. I don't live in Chicago, and I choose not to live in Chicago. It's fucking yeah. cold there, dog. And that's <laughs> and that was to my other point. You know, the only way something like this would would happen in the East is organically. So, yeah. i.e., like they got drafted in, in Milwaukee. Yeah, what Milwaukee. We see in Milwaukee. What yeah. I mean, so you know, it's gonna take a little bit of time to to get that because I would say, pfft, I mean, who knows what Brooklyn's gonna do once KD is fully healthy and back? But I'm saying you could probably chop it up for the next five to six, seven years. The champion will be out the West. Um, but definitely, this is an interesting summer. Um, it, it, it's helping basketball get back to, you know, where it was in the 90s as far as the excitement level. The only thing I think that needs to happen now is, and it's hard to go backwards sometimes, but the NBA really has to take a look at how soft they made the game. They got to yeah. check out, you know, all of these foul calls, all of these anticipation calls by the refs. Like, you know, I was watching, it's funny because I was watching the big three. And you gotta bleed in the big three to get a foul, bro. <laughs> like I ain't even I ain't even playing. Like I'm like, okay, dude got slapped two, three, four times, still got a shot up and nothing happened. So maybe you don't go to that extent, but I'm saying like that's what's beautiful about basketball, man. Like you go back to the eighties and nineties and people say, Oh, well, you know, athletes weren't as wasn't as great. But they had to play hard. They had to play yeah. tough. They actually took it was pride. Out basketball. Yeah, they took pride in their defense. I was watching it was on a classic when Jordan hit the, the shot over Brian Russell. The final score was 87, 86, four quarters of basketball, yeah. 87 or 86, 85. That was the final yeah. score. Yeah, so that's defense. That's, how, the, that's, that's not for a lack of shots. No. I mean, obviously it's, it's different because Mike put know, up 45 from, shots in that yeah, game. <laughs> you, you go from, from shooting, you know, a, a team goes from shooting 23s to like 43s, 45 threes, 53s now. Yeah, you know, so, uh, so the th- th- the three pointer wasn't as important as it is now. Wow. So you know that take you take that into account, but a, a large portion of it has everything to do with the level of defense that existed back then, how physical you could be, hands it's on, just, et It just amazed me because the fact that that was a closeout game for Chicago, yeah. they were up three two, that was a closeout game, and the final score was eighty six to eighty five. Like, if you don't understand what kind of basketball that is, if you don't understand that era, to me, you're just – you're all about flash. You're all about points. Because think about it. You're you're barely giving up 20 points a, a quarter yeah. in a game like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's laughable now. If you're yeah. not averaging 35, 40 yeah. points a quarter, you're getting your ass blown what out. Did, what, did Clay, <laughs> what did Clay score in a quarter? 37. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This shit is yeah. crazy. It's insane, man. Insane. Yeah, man. So, um, our man, I hardly ever follow tennis. Um, it's usually I just want to know who won Wimbledon or the French Open. Just, just tell me who won. I don't want to know the rounds. Right. But for four rounds, she made it to the round of sixteen. She did. Phenom out of nowhere. Coco, uh, golf. Golf. Yep. Fifteen years old from Florida. Fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. She balled out. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so she may be the next big tennis phenom. Uh, I saw a couple of interviews with her after matches. Nice, calm, cool, collected. 15-year-old has the demeanor to stand up to the pressures of the media. Uh, and she rose to the occasion each time. She did. The, the match before she lost, the, the match that she she won to make it to the round of 16, uh, she was down mm-hmm. uh, going into that final set. Point after point after point, she kept coming back, kept coming back, and wore down uh, her opponent and won the match. You know, she, so she's gritty. Um, I yes. think that's a name that uh, that you know the tennis world is going to have to, the sports world is going to have to take notice and uh, and watch out for this young lady. It's it's a good thing to see the the next in tennis. That's true, man. And you have to think about um, how that felt for her because she beat one of her idols in the first round when she beat Venus Williams. Yeah, she beat, Venus. beat her handily yeah. too. Like it was oh my, yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. But she said the entire time she's just thinking like that's Venus Williams over there. You know so. It's cool to see something like that where, you know, a kid is playing against their idols, like a real-life kid, 15 years old versus a Venus Williams who's probably 40, close to 40. Um, That she's playing against one of her idols, and, you know, she's humble and she's graceful and she's thankful that she has the opportunity. And, you know, she doesn't even know. Though she didn't win, you know, she definitely – rose you know her her stardom up she she yeah, definitely she left an imprint she, she, she did and i'm an and it's, it's gonna be interesting to watch yeah. her it's just like the rise of you know venus and serena like you yeah. know serena so i think she's my age maybe a little bit older but i remember watching her in high school and i'm like damn she's she my age playing yeah. on the big stage and you know doing great things same thing like, with tiger what, what am i doing you know right yeah <laughs> so like damn what am i doing so but, yeah, yeah it's, that was great to see man it was it really was. really great to see so i'm looking forward to you know what what's to come for uh, for this young lady That's so true. all right oh uh, before we get out of here we got to just say congrats to the US uh, the US yes, national women's yes. team again for winning back-to-back gold medals um they did it again amazing team a whole bunch of flair a whole bunch of star power on that team all i would say is you know give them their due respect i looked at the numbers you know men are damn near making 10 times more than them Easily. to play Easily. soccer and we ain't winning shit (laughs) so men ain't winning shit for us pay these ladies what they deserve because they are some some kick-ass players man but okay now we out of here on the ticker where we rolling to next we are at ax the doctor all right so i i know we discussed um you know talking about emotional intelligence um and we'll add that at a later date but uh, you know just some recent incidents have have uh occurred to this is a hot button topic for me you know, um, we talk about relationships all the time, but this is a reality check that I've come to realize um, now that I'm navigating the single world and I, I, I meet, I'm meeting people. Uh, anybody that's in a relationship, you know, it's uh, we are now in a time where I would strongly, strongly recommend that. Anytime you go into a relationship, you need to have your own. You need to create a life for yourself. You need to create your own resources. So when you come to the table in a relationship, all things are equal. Uh, And why I say that is because um, I've talked to a couple of individuals of late that are in situations that are not conducive to progress. They're in bad relationships, but they're stuck because they can't take care of themselves. They don't have the resources. They don't have the education. They don't have a job. Um, they don't have savings. They don't have education. They're not in a place to take care of themselves. And I would ask anybody to analyze your, your relationship. And if you look at your relationship with an honest view, and you can say that, okay, the person that I'm with, we're on equal footing. Not just emotionally. We are on equal footing uh, financially education wise if things don't happen the way that we want them to happen we can part ways amicably and everything will be fine but that's not always the truth the truth is some women some guys they find themselves in relationships that they're stuck in and they have to deal with the bullshit because they lack the education they don't have a job they're, they're fucking stuck they're at the whim of their partner so this is another one of those things where I would say that we've discussed this before. Love is not enough. So I'll ask you this. Yeah. Did would you say um it's almost it's almost vital to have a two income 
relationship these days. Yeah. I, I Not just from a, <clears throat> finance, a financial place, definitely, because um, you can attest to this. I, and, 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 you know, I built a life with my wife uh, and we did this together. There was no... Uh, at no point in time whatsoever that I ever look at her sideways and be like, look, you're not holding up your end of the bargain. You're not contributing to this. You know, it's not about what you can do in the home. These days, a guy can take care of a home just as much as a woman can, you know, just as well as a woman can go out and work a job. You know, guy can do laundry, cook, et cetera, take care of the kids. So ro know? roles have yeah, definitely right. like, Roles you know, have meshed. Have meshed, yeah. They have meshed. That's true. This is not a time where... John goes to work, Jane takes care of home, and everything's fine. Yeah, you know, and it reminds me of my early military days. This is important um, to me because I remember always feeling a certain way just because I was young and didn't know any better, but we would always look at military pay charts. You'd be like, yeah. man, one day I'm going to be at 16, 18 years, and I hope to be a master sergeant, senior master sergeant, whatever it may be. And you look at those numbers, and then you think about your BAH and your BAS, you're like, oh, man, I'll be doing great. But I remember having it <laughs> like the mirror of reflection for that young airman, young A1C, was always this old mass sergeant who seemed bitter and cold, wanted to be at work all the time, hair receding, hair balding, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why is his life like that? But what we didn't know is married, stay-at-home wife, tons of kids so yeah, the money man. wasn't there the stress was yeah. there but then yeah. you can't even just blame the scenario because a lot of these guys were old school and they felt like you know i'm the man i work you stay home you cook clean raise the kids yeah. but i'm like so you're putting yourself in this situation you know because yeah. i'm always going to use my common sense my logic i'm like well if you just let your lady work you know maybe you wouldn't feel like this of course i'm not having this mentoring yeah. moment with a mass sergeant because i'm a young airman but that's how i saw it so yeah. i'm like why put all that stress on yourself based on the idea just based on the old right. principle idea right. the old of, principle that, that's outdated yeah, super outdated yeah. and i'm yeah. like and, and and i've known people we've known people who are very you know i ain't gonna say no names on here but you know we we worked with somebody who was like no her job is to stay in the house raise the kids i'll work i'll work two jobs whatever and I we have know to how do. that worked out it's stressed out and shit we know I'm how like, that worked out i'm like is that real yeah. like like why do you feel like that's the only way so for me <clears throat> you know, I I never seen it that way. I've always wanted, you know, to have, you know, the best outcome for us. But what I definitely didn't want is to retire one day and then have whoever I was to be with say, you know, I never got a chance to live my life. I only followed you through every PCS. Right. Yeah. You know, it was all about you. Now you're at the end of your career and I don't have anything. And I just feel like that's what happens a whole bunch of times in yeah. scenarios like that. Far too often. Yeah. Far too often, and that, that to me is where, you know, when you're in a, the early stage of these relationships, you got to clearly know what your identity is. At no time whatsoever should you ever assume your partner's identity. You should never, you know, allow yourself to be limited um, in the things that you, look, we all have our dreams and aspirations, all right? Every husband should support his wife's dreams and vice versa. You know, if you have kids, guess what? You both have kids together. Yeah. And, and that's a tough hey, one to learn, man. He does he does the heavy lifting just as well as she does the heavy lifting. You know, for me, I watch just like you did. I, I would see these old Texan and masters, man, and they're bitter and they're mad. And they, you want to get out, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. I'm stuck. I'm stuck because I got a wife at home that don't work. And what I learned was when you are in a situation where you're the primary and everyone else is your dependent, you start to build up some kind of resentment towards like, yo, she's spending too much money. She wants this. She wants that. Da 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 da. Change that narrative. Change that narrative, ladies. Look, if you are in a relationship, and I would say ladies, because societal reasons dictate that the man is usually the breadwinner and she's the stay-at-home, takes care of everything, washes the clothes, cooks the meals, cleans the house, etc. Figure out what the fuck you want to do with yours, and make that your life's work. All right, you can you can mesh the two. You can have a family, you can have a husband, but still have your own identity. Let me let me let me get on my soapbox for a minute. Do your thing, bro. Go ahead. First off, I'd just like to say when it comes to to women in general, I'm not classing all of them, but 
you know, just just a negative connotation out there that women are trying to secure themselves. And a, a lot of times they don't have aspirations for certain things. And so they'll just attach themselves to somebody, you know, some of the situations you've, you've told me in the past. And then here you are 10, 15, 20 years down the road and you're like lost in the sauce because you just <laughs> you just let the man take you to wherever he was going to take you. And now he's done yeah. with that ride, you know, or vice versa. <clears throat> you know, guys are just so stuck in their ways that they won't allow a woman to spread her wings. And I've actually, man, I've been in situations where men are with wives who are doing better than them and they're jealous of their wife or, and, they, and they'll never admit it, but you can hear it in their, in their, in the way they express <laughs> hey, themselves. Hey. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Y'all on the same team. If mama's yeah. making more money than you, that is not your challenge to go out and get another job or some shit like that yeah. just to get on top of her check and say, your, now I got ego. more. Like, yeah, come on, ego. man. It's 2019. You yeah, know what I mean? Check like, your ego. We can't live in a society where guys say, yeah, you know, I do want women to have equal rights. I want them to have equal pay. But then your actions are not supporting that. You, you're going to limit in what your they own house. in your own, in your your own, own home. house. This is the person that you hitched your wagon to. Why the and you want to limit I, what she's doing. Why the fuck would I be upset that you yeah. know the, the woman that I'm with, my wife, is making more money than me? Like, yeah. to me, if, if we're not on the same team, that's one thing, yeah. right? So if it's like, hey, I cast my check, you cast your check, we meet in the middle for these bills, and then whatever. But I, then I'm starting to see what, well, damn, since we said that, like, she drives a better car than me. I can't afford the nice car. Like, yeah, maybe I don't really like that. Maybe I want to change this up, and I want us to be on teams again. <laughs> but right. in the real approach, the real thing, I can't take somebody's goals away. I can't take somebody's dreams away just because yeah. that might mean that they're going to make more than me. We got to grow up, man. That's and, just and, on the flip side, and on the flip side, there should be some encouragement in these relationships. You, what up, you, Clink? <laughs> you, you, may, you may meet your significant other and you know you're you're pretty much in the same place high school uh education just right. starting off that new job you should always look at each other and be like hey what do you want to do next what's your goals what's your dreams you know i can't stay with this high school diploma any more than you can stay with this high school it's diploma true. shit it's true you know it's what true. do you want so it's a, it's a level of encouragement that goes there another thing i'm sure you've heard this have has anybody ever asked you Yo, what if Tanisha makes tech before you? What if she makes master before you? Yeah. How are you going to feel about that? I was asked that so many times. I'm like, yo, I will work for my wife. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh-huh. And then we that, home. We home. Yeah, I mean, that don't, that shit yeah. don't. That, the money that, goes in the same place. It benefits both of us. Because of the job she's in right now, especially she makes more money than me. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, that, I mean, it's not like she's making thousands more than me, but her check is larger than mine. But the moral of that story is everything we've built is ours. We've built right. that shit together. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, that's the point. Yeah. That's and I, the there's point. no, there, and, and I don't understand, like, it's one thing to push each other. You know what I mean? Like, I won't let, yeah. I won't let you settle. And I hope that you won't let me settle. But it's another thing to wake up every day. Like I'm like, I'm in a constant challenge or battle against her. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I, I hear it all the time. And there's, like you said, there's husbands out there or whatever, where the wife makes rank first. And then these these dudes are like pissed. Like you're not even happy for your wife that she made rank. Like we made rank. You know what I mean? Even though she's gonna wear the stripe, and I don't necessarily have it yet, we made rank together. Like that's my teammate. But I don't know. We can get on that and stay on that forever, man. But man, I just find it's, I know, right? it's too much shallowness. Yeah. That's just, especially when you're going against your own partner. Like chill out yeah. in the world. Chill you, out. You're going. You, you're, it's a it's the it's a self defeating um, proposition. It truly is. It's sad. You have hitched your wagon to someone that you want to limit. Yeah. You know, or, and, and be and jealous of and yeah. cause and cause yeah. unnecessary stress and strain in the house because you can't get over your male ego. Because figure out if your significant other has some control issues. Yeah, man. And then you'll know before yeah. you you start to let your emotions dictate where that relationship goes. You better have some level of logic and some foresight to try to figure out where are we going. That's true. All right, will this person support me in my dreams? Will this or will this person limit me? And are they okay? If you if your significant other is is fine with you staying at home, cleaning the house, cooking, and all this other stuff, you might want to check that person, especially yeah. in 2019. And, and if you're not at a certain phase in life, I got to throw that in there, too, because like Gary yeah. just said, he enjoys, you know, what I'm saying having a sugar mama. Like he's saying his wife makes more than him. And I, I agree to that. But I'm saying, yeah. like, if you're retired, let's say, for instance, you're retired. Right. Yeah. 
and you've done your due diligence with all of your finances, investments, all that thing. And you're like, you know what? I can work, but I don't really need to. So now mom is working and you're taking care of the house. Then yeah, enjoy that. But you've already put your time in too. You right. know, you're getting you're they're, getting they're, that retirement they're. check. You're getting that, you know, that right. kick in those there's, dividends. So there's years of investment in there. There you go. If you there were you in go. the early stages, five year mark, seven year mark, yeah, and you're okay. still like, I'm at home cooking, taking care of the house. Yeah, Mr. Mom. You might want to check things. <laughs> you might want to check things. Yeah, or true. if you're so late in your relationship, um, and you still haven't realized even one of your own dreams, you should have checked yourself a long time ago because yeah. At that point, you are in a situation that you cannot undo. That's true, man. So, you know, that's that's a very interesting topic. I like that. Um, so, guys, ladies out there, just remember, if you're together, you're on the same team. However you manage your money, however you do your finances, you know, that's on you. I hope that you come up with the right decision, the right, the right blueprint to manage that. But just don't wake up every day like, I'm upset that she makes more than me. Don't wake up every day like I'm the one. If you're the lady, look, I'm the one to bring in the most money. You shut up and listen to me. That's not going to be nah. a good environment. That's, that's not you your bargainship. Yeah, that's not. That's not a bargainship. Yeah. And, and I know in the past, guys have been like that. You know, hey, look, I'm the breadwinner. You shut up and do whatever. But now I think ladies have flexed on a couple guys <laughs> in, these newer da- in these newer times, these newer days. Yep, yeah. And I don't think they were been indeed, very receptive indeed. of that. Um, but yeah, so we'll just leave that there, man. But that was, that was a good doctor session, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Change it up a little bit. So let's jump into the next installment of News News. Yo, man, when you drop this on me, all right, I didn't know anything about this, but all right, so we're going to News News. Mom. Yeah, this is another one that you dropped on me. It was like, are you serious? Every Ever I, since you created this segment, like I've challenged myself to find the most intriguing shit, okay? And, and, and it's been a situation where every week, we have to eliminate stuff. Yeah, it's getting crazy. It's yeah. getting crazy, man. So this I mean, this this is nuts. <laughs> the this second nuts. installment. I didn't even know this was a thing. But metal straws, right? Metal straws are this thing now. So I know that you can get like the hard plastic straws from Starbucks and like some yeah. of their their cups, the their hard plastic molded cups that you can get for collectors items or whatever. But I've never personally seen a steel straw. Well, apparently, a lady had a steel straw. She's drinking out of her mason jar, and she tripped or fell or something like that, and the straw impaled her right through her eye into her brain, killed her. This was in England, too, like you said, Florida. Well, I told you, Florida, Florida, England. So if you're going to drink out of a straw, (laughs) okay, why does it have to be metal? Like, why are we doing things... That don't really make sense. You know, I I don't know, man. Like, forks that you eat with don't necessarily have the same serrated edges as a knife. So right. the next thing I'm waiting on is somebody's like, oh, this is the best way to eat a steak using a serrated fork. Like, <laughs> stop doing – stop looking for shit that's so different that it's actually, in this I situation, mean, a weapon. Like, Kling said, it's this, a fucking weapon. It killed it's, her. It's, it's fucking – it's sad to, <laughs> to read – that someone's died from something like this. this is, yeah. But there's, there has to be a level of logic in the decisions that you make. Okay. Again, foresight. To foresight save the everything. earth. I like that click this... said. To save the earth. <laughs> she sacrificed herself to, to save, save the, earth. the earth. A little bit of plastic. Damn, man. Click your folk. <laughs> yeah. I just don't get it, bro. A 10-inch stainless steel straw. 10-inch. St- Come on, man. Uh, I'm, I'm staying with plastic, man. I'm staying with the plastic. You joint. got to. Like, you can't. I can't. Think about it. You can't just have those laying around. What if your kids think, oh, this is cool. I got a straw. Like, come on, man. I don't know. This shit is wild, but you never know how far people are going. So in this case, if it was to save the earth. Oh, it went far. She lost her life in that cause. Um, So this shit went far. We always say uh, we send our condolences to the family of the woman who died from being impaled by her straw. And wow. I hope her family got rid of uh, the rest of the metal straws. Get rid of the metal straws. Now. And don't create a serrated fucking fork or spoon or some weirdo shit like that. All right, man. So so we're at the TPD now. Yeah, we got to get into some real you, stuff you now. You know, we, we, we talk about ownership of, uh, of our people. Yes. All right, how we need to own our actions. Now, you know, we also talk about how we can't expect things to be one way yet. We act 
in another. We act counter to that. And this is one of those situations where that's exactly what happened. All right, so 60 teens in Philadelphia loot a Walgreens. First of all, hold on. <laughs> just, 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 just strictly from the, what the fuck is in a Walgreens that you want to loot? All right, I've been in a Walgreens. There's nothing I want to walk out of that motherfucker with. Nothing. It's the Fourth of July. Fourth, ah, Fourth of July. Fourth of July. So maybe, I mean, you seen what was coming out? Snacks, uh, drinks. Yeah, I, right. uh, they probably had a little fireworks you loot, there. You loot for hot Cheetos? Listen, man. But irregardless of that, irregardless of that, I mean, come on, man. You know, we we look at things like this and. Um, we look at how cops respond yes. to small incidents that yes. are uh, twisted and turned and made to be something else, and the end result is some person of color hurt or dead. Yes. And but then, then what's the outrage then? The whole yes, the whole world is in uh, the, all of all of Black America, Black Black everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're in an uproar, uproar about yes. why did that happen. That kid was just shopping. Why did that cop accost no, no, no. him? That day? I'm not even going to tell you. We're not even going to say that kid is just shopping. What they would say, because I've heard this shit before. It was just a bag of chips. It did. It wasn't it's supposed to be his life. Like, I've heard these type of shits before in these situations. Like, yeah, he stole this. You remember the, the, the situation where the woman came home, her house was being robbed, and they, I forgot what they took, a TV or something like that, and then she shot them. And yeah. I remember... It came out, you know, like I think it was a sister being interviewed or something. She was like, "It was just a TV. It shouldn't have costed him his, his life." Excuse me, he like yeah. broke into somebody's house. Like, yeah, you 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 violated yeah that person's personal space. Me and Gary talk about this at work all the time, man. And you know, and we have very very you know heart to heart talks about this. And you know, Gary's pro gun. I'm not saying I'm not pro gun laws at all. I'm just saying like he's very about his 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 second amendment rights so we talk heavily about this so in that situation right. i don't give a shit what you stole it could be a fucking now later you're in my damn house and you're not supposed to be exactly. you getting your that's, ass shot if i got the, the means point. to do it that's the point you violated my personal space i don't give yeah. a fuck about the tv or the now later or, or the socks or whatever you stole it's not about that right it's about you being in a place that you are not supposed to be in so in you know, this situation, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to lose this no, train of thought. Go ahead, go ahead. But in this situation with the Walgreens, what pisses me off now is like what you said. This was a a black community, black area of Philadelphia. Okay, so that night, of course, no kids were you know harmed by cops or anything like that. But you know what comes across the bulletin board. You know they're gonna be suspects persons of interest yeah. you know what's about to start happening almost like the stop yeah. and frisk type thing so reason why i'm pissed off as a black man in a situation like this is because shit like this when we put ourselves in terrible situations it's going to affect everybody so right. it could be it yeah. don't matter it doesn't have to be philadelphia it could be where i am san antonio it could be where you are arizona it could be where we're from chicago indiana wherever now black kids are going to get even profiled harder because of stupid yeah. shit like this you know what I mean? Like every time somebody comes in a store to do basic normal shit like shop, there's going to be a heavy eye on them. There's going to you know, be a quick phone call to a cop if they think something's fishy because dumb shit like this. And this is what yeah. really fires me up and pisses me off about that dumb every shit. Time, every time that you have gone into a store, I've gone into a store, if anybody that's, that's of color has gone into a store and they get looked at, followed around the store, how... That shit, it's an insult to me. It pisses me off. Mm-hmm. But this is why. This is exactly why. This is why. And they making Snapchat videos, streaming it on live. You can see all of this on the video um, that they posted because, you know, it's like the, the entrance of the store. So that, that yeah. video camera, they coming out, they laughing, they joking. I can't even say not one of them, of the not one of the 60 had enough common sense to be like, hey, yo, this is fucking wrong. This is stupid. Um, we should stop this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, you can't hear audio, but I, I can tell everybody was just like, well, shit, they doing it, I'm going to do it. Shit, they doing yeah. it, I'm going to do it. Shit, they doing it, I'm going to do it. And I'm telling you right now, had this ended in a fucking fatality, fuck the fact that 60 people stormed the store and yeah. stole shit. It would have been it like be, another black king stole some dead. Chips, like you pointed out, they only stole some chips. They stole yes. a, a soda. Yeah. Why did they have to die? And this does not align with other scenarios that we've had, like Philando Castile and other people yeah. who have died. Really, basically, get got murdered for nothing. That this yeah. this would you cannot align a situation like that with you know like one I just said. And so that's what pisses me off about this thing because I gotta 
a teenage boy, 13 years old. He's walked across the street with his buddies to, to the store, you know, and came back home or whatever. So a situation like this doesn't just affect that community. Shit goes viral. It's going to affect, you know, the entire United States. <laughs> All these communities are going to be looking at, you know, kids of ethnic, of uh, ethnic descent when they come into their stores and shit like this, just like going back to minister society. You know what I'm saying? How they Kane and uh and Odal were getting looked at, and that's the type of shit that people don't understand. When one thing happens like this, it's going to affect so many people. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about it. But again, you can't cry wolf one day or, or want all attention on you. You know the black community because we we're, we're dealing with another white cop that killed a, a black teen, and then in yeah. a situation like this. We can't be nobody's holding one day and then yeah. be assailants the next and, and expect things to stay even. Bro, if that was my son or daughter in that video and I recognize them, I'm taking a asses right down to the station. Yo, yeah. my kid need to turn himself in for what they stole. So whatever yeah. this shit's going to be, a misdemeanor or whatever he's going to get charged with, we here to fucking pay that piper. That's what parenting yeah. would do. Ain't no fucking, oh, well, you got away with it. Slap on the wrist. Don't do that shit again. No, that's bullshit. Nah, you got to no. pay for what you did. Yeah. And that's, you, that's, you, what, that's what pissed me off, man. I'm fucking hot. <laughs> that's why this shit happens, because there's parents out here that are befriending their kids. There's no discipline. None of that. Right. Jazzy talked about it last last week. You know, she's talking about how um, discipline is important, how she has a great structure, but she has she knows people that don't. Right. You know, so this is one of those situations where, you know, we 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 are looking at a lost generation of kids, man, yeah, that, man. that don't have parents that actually give a fuck. And just imagine you know? what those employees are going through. Like initially that many people come to the store. You don't know if they're coming to hurt you. Right. Yeah. Like our shit. 60 people storm the store like that. In they, a Walgreens? Like, are y'all coming to rob me? Like, take the, Walgreens take the money? Walgreens get 60 people to, uh, in a day? Well, I'm sure they get 60 in a day, but <laughs> they definitely don't get 60 in the, in two minutes. In one, yeah, You know what exactly. I mean? So, so I'm sure they were like, eyes were big, like, hey, man, whatever. And then again, I don't care what the company policy is when it comes to, like, you know, theft and all that. Y'all take whatever the fuck y'all want to take because it's 60 yeah. of y'all and my entire and team is four or five here yeah. today. So, yeah, yeah. y'all got it. But again, man, like this shit has they, these kids have to be held accountable. So I hope that, you know, through facial recognition, whatever it oh, may, whatever they find, let's start rounding them up. Them. Yeah, let's round them up and make them pay the piper. Make them pay the piper because yeah. this type of shit right here, I'm telling you, man, it's going to affect other individuals. It's going to be kids in another city minding their business, doing what they're supposed to, yeah. trying to buy some shit, and they're going to get profiled. They're going to yep. get fucking, you know, cops called on them just because just cause they think that it's weird, some shit yeah. like that, man. So, I and, don't know. And on the news, that patron's going to be like, I saw that situation that happened in Philadelphia, and I was worried it was going to happen here. So I yep. called the police, and this is what happened. Yep. And right there, that's a perfect segue to get into my final thought. Um, we're trying to keep it short and sweet and light, you know, this week. Yeah. So uh, just bear with us because we're almost at the end. But uh, my final thought, man, and, and this was – this was somewhat humbling to me. I'm cutting off the wrong shit. Hold on, my bad. Let Man. This, this was very humbling. Damn, where is it at? Oh, here it is. Um, so in, in this situation <laughs> where we just talked about, an individual's being profiled, person of color. He's in an area waiting on a friend of his. San Francisco. Uh, a San Francisco. And, a, and a, a male, a white man who's with his son, looks to be six, seven years old, maybe, um, does the whole dog park debbie or barbecue becky calls the cops and says hey i asked this guy why he's around here you know what's his friend's name who he's looking for and he refuses to tell me anything therefore i'm calling the cops i'm calling you guys to, to come and you know intervene where really nothing should even happen here but i feel some kind of way i've never seen you you shouldn't be here i'm calling the cops right well the kid is like it's daddy I don't yeah. like this, you know, and he's yeah. basically alluding to the fact like it seems like you're just calling the cops on this guy for no reason. Yeah. And we shouldn't do that. Like, no, daddy, don't don't yeah. don't do this. Please and don't you, do it. And don't you hear it. the guy saying, listen to your son here in this situation. The kid is smarter than you. Like, yeah, I don't have to tell you anything. Like if I come out my house right now and go check my mailbox and you don't know me and you live across the street, who the fuck are you to call the cops on me? Because exactly. I'm checking my mailbox. Yeah. So. All this, I need to know. I need it's to see your key card. Domain. Yeah, I need it's to see your key domain. card to get in the pool. Yeah. I need to. I need to. You know, be able to to recognize you if you're gonna come in my building. Who the fuck are you? 
you're, you're nobody for me to have to show any yeah. kind of identification to. And so basically this kid not even understanding how the world really works, I don't think, is telling him that this is not a good idea. It's kind of He crying. understands enough. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. He understands enough to know that this is not right. Says he daddy, stop it. Not right. stop, stop it. Dad, don't do that. I, I don't like this. Please don't do it. You know, but he and follows so through. He follows through. And and so here we are, man. Like, now what is this kid learning from his father? I could tell that he's a kid that has enough common sense to maybe one day make his own decisions. But yeah. not to get too crazy and, and tie too many things together. But this is how, you know, prejudice starts. This yeah. is how, you know, people it's start learning. to have it's bigotry, um, yeah. ideas, because they see it. In their in their upbringing, they see it in their parents. In a situation like this, when you should be minding your own damn business, not worried mm-hmm. about this guy, you want to call the cops because you feel like you have a liberty to do that, which you do. Yeah. But there's no yeah. reason to call these cops out. So again, here no we threat. go. No, no threat. Nothing. I'm not yeah. harming you. I'm li- I'm not loitering. I'm literally just waiting for somebody. Loitering would be yeah. loitering or soliciting as a whole. They have a they have a definition for a reason. Yeah. But you can't just consider everything that just because you don't like the fact that somebody's here that you've never seen. And that's what's wrong. Everybody's entitled in the world. Like, if I'm on your property in your yard, you got to fuck it. That's different. But if I'm in a community area, who are you? Like, come on, man. Nobody knows how many people live in this building. He could be waiting on any one of them except for this guy. We go back to Trayvon Martin. He lost his night. He lost his life that night because somebody felt that they had police authority to question and identify and then follow. Like, when does this shit stop? So again, yeah. now if I'm that guy who's a little bit honorary and I'm ate up that day and I decide to knock you the fuck out in front of your son, I'm portrayed as the asshole, the bad guy. Yeah. Because who are you to tell me what I can do? Like, yeah. I don't I don't think we're breaking that down to his nuts and bolts. Like, the, if you the don't know handled me. it well. He videoed <laughs> he did. the whole thing. He did. The, uh, the whole conversation, everything. And he stayed him. there. He held his ground. Good on his him. friend eventually showed up who was handicapped. And she's like, what's going on? What's going on? Right. You know? And I don't know if the cops ever made it before the situation was de-escalated, but that's not the point of this. The point of this is out of a son and a father, the son was the wisest one in the equation. Yeah, that's we're talking the, about a child. Yeah. And you a know child. why? I'm going to tell you why that child is it was probably wiser. Because in school, they were, they're taught to respect one another, right? Yeah. So they are, they are taught you know, to, to give everybody that respect, um, to, to, to honor other people. And so in this situation, his father was just like, I, basically, I'm making a judgment call. And he doesn't fit the profile of the people that live here or live around here. I've right. never seen him. Therefore... I need to do something that I've seen go viral, right? Everybody's calling the yeah. cops on everybody for everything. So you know, I'm just the next one that, in line. <laughs> you, you would think that each one of these situations have always had an outcome that was negative to the caller. You would think every that single learn. time. Every single time. Next. Now his ass is all over the internet. What did I learn from this? Nothing. Yeah. What, what, what did I gain from this? How about that? Hey. I don't want to talk to your grown ass because you got the child, the mind of a child. I want to talk to your child who has the mind of an adult. Like if I'm the, if I'm the operator, I answer the phone. Is that person harming you? (laughs) Is that person threatening you? Well, no, well, no. Beep. Phone fucking up. Like I don't have time. Are you in danger? We're not wasting my day. We're wasting fucking money and time here. There's a real person trying to get through right now. So, uh, yeah, man. So again, uh, hopefully, you know, We are aware of our, I call it blind spots. Um, and even when we're not, you know, hopefully there's someone around to, to kind of remind us of them. And in this situation, yeah. it was a child, yet dad still refused to listen. So, you know, pay attention to your surroundings, man. Know your blind spots. You might not think you're coming off a certain way, but more than likely, you probably are. You, are. you know, you are. so yeah. just, just be aware of that, man. So, but, I mean, our, our own hubris will limit how we really analyze ourselves. Situations. Well, shit, that's the show, P. You got anything Man, you want to say before that was, we get that out was here? Nice. We um, right at an hour. <laughs> hey, everybody, that, that tune in on a Saturday, Clint, Gary, um, whoever else is out there in Facebook land listening. I know Zuckerberg's listening, so this is for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, man. And uh, you know, we really appreciate it, especially on a Saturday evening. Um, I know it's getting late over in San Antonio, and uh, I love doing these shows. 
this is why we do this, so we can have this open dialogue. Uh, anybody that's listening, if you got any ideas for, for further shows, please hit us up on our socials, uh, Facebook and on Instagram. Look for this in a couple of days. It will be on SoundCloud and on iTunes as well. So uh, just stay tuned. Yeah, um, and I have been getting some requests for certain topics. Um, don't think that we're not um, listening. It's just that we try to mesh and tie our topics together so we have a smooth show. So those things sometimes get tabled, um, but I always acknowledge. So there's a couple other things that I know people want to talk about. We just got to figure out the best way to bring that to you. Um, but, yes, we appreciate everybody. Um, so you guys have a, a fun, safe evening. Um, I'm about to just sit here and chill, maybe have a couple of drinks, jump on the Xbox, right? Is it raid night? It's time to raid. Yeah, it's raid. Man, right. come on. Gino, everybody's got to get on, man. All right, man. It's time to raid. If not, I'm just going to keep leveling up, man. But yeah. enough about that. They I'll don't even know I'm about it. I'm going to cook dinner, <laughs> then, then I'll be on. So this okay. is just after six here. Yeah, we're right at eight o'clock, man. So uh, we appreciate your time. Um, give us a listen, like, and share. Um, like he said, a couple days, iTunes, SoundCloud, you know how we do. Um, we appreciate your time. Much love from CEO and the Doctor. Till next time, we out. <laughs>